Everyone, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world in a uniquely Australian perspective. Cobber. Mainly, yeah, mainly mainly that's to do with our accents. Cobber. Yeah. Struth, core blimey, and that's not a knife. Uh, <laughs> this is, however, episode 222. All the twos, two for 22, two, two. We are this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are recording live live on Friday, November 27th, 2020. Uh, in this episode, we will be talking a lot about Malibu Stacy uh, and the new Bumblebee movie, and we're going to give you a bit of an update on what's out in Australia and what's coming up in the next the next few weeks because uh, it's been a while and uh, we're due for a bit of an update on that. So all of that and more is coming up in this episode of Australian Transformers Weekly. Thank you very much thank you for listening and watching i'm jason joining me this week we have bradley to come sorry bradley this is going well we have bradley smith oh they say that really did go well mm. we have bradley coming to us from perth with a with a, a bonus belch thrown in uh bradley how are you doing i'm doing well i didn't know that got picked up i do apologize for those that are listening <laughs> <laughs> i'm That's doing well thanks it's actually how you can tell that it's an Australian podcast. We, <laughs> we we don't mute ourselves to burp or fart. I think I belched last time I was on the show, but yeah, I'm doing well, thanks, Jason. How are you doing? Um, good. I'm actually just wondering if we should rename your lower third to Belchley or something like that. Ah, uh, no. no, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so uh, how how's it going over in Perth? Um, the eastern states are having a bit of a party related to the lack of COVID and some newfound freedom. Um, I went out and had a barbecue this evening. The weather's been nice. Um, yeah, how are you doing? Uh, that's all that stuff is like so last year in WA because yeah, no, you guys are a fortress. Yeah. We, we don't have COVID. We're cool. Yeah. You also, <laughs> you also don't have, you also don't have like immigration and borders, borders that are open and stuff. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, no, like, it, but no, it's fine. Like, all, all the other states are starting to open up. I am so I'm looking forward to being able to go and uh, visit my dad in Melbourne for Christmas. So, um, I did not know whether or not that would be possible a few weeks ago. So, um, <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, how's how's things going on a Transformers front? Have you uh, have you been going out and buying some Transformers? Um, no, or, that, or just getting them posted to you? Uh, no, actually, uh, something different. I actually have a mate who uh, does a lot of driving around for his job, and mm. as a consequence of that, he goes into many, many different stores and he finds many, many different things. Like, uh, I we won't talk about other acquisitions, but I have Netflix Bumblebee. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my friend found this in a brick and mortar Kmart. I hear you say brick and mortar Kmart as if like it's a it's a it's an aberration that we're not familiar with. Well, anymore. I mean, you know, he didn't he didn't buy it online, is what I'm saying. Hmm. No, fair hmm. enough. Uh, well, you can't buy them online, at least not reliably. Well, not for under eighty bucks. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, so if you go to Kmart to the website um, 
where it says like you can you can buy the Netflix deluxes. You can't request Bumblebee. So like, let's be honest. Oh, if it's you, one of those potluck things. Uh, well, it, it's it's assorted because all of the Netflix items and all, all, the same thing happens with Earthrise and Siege. They all share the same the same assortment code, and so. Kmart literally can't tell what you're ordering because it's only got one code in the database, but there's four different figures or five. So it's hard to order Bumblebee from Kmart. You sort of have to go and order like five or ten just to be sure that you're going to get the one that you want and then either return the ones that you don't want or just sell them. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is annoying. Um, so I, I too have acquired myself a Netflix, a Netflix Bumblebee, and an Alita One, and I'm not sure. I'm not yes. sure I'm going to hold on to all of them, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Like as you can, as you can see, the shelves behind me get slightly busier every episode. <laughs> so, um, despite the fact that I have more shelves in the background of my of my study than I ever ha I have had ever before, space is limited. So. I need to make some hard choices about what stays in the collection and what goes on the display shelf. So that's going to be it's going to be a bit of a bit of a topic of uh, what's going to happen in my life in the next few months is uh, trying to whittle down some parts of the collection. Is that Skylinks you've got on top there? Because the that white sort of, the, the white's sort of blending into the wall, so it looks like there's just a blue tank with a red turret. Turret, yeah. I mean, look, isn't that all Skylinks is really anyway? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> tank with the red tone. Yeah. Uh, no, that that is Skyling sitting up there, and he is sitting up there like a good boy. So, yeah, um, that's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone came around yesterday, and they're like, "I don't think Skylings would like that pose." I'm like, well, too bad. <laughs> I don't um, think any pose is good enough for Skylings. Oh, look, there has to be there has to be a couple of things that are good enough for Skylings. <laughs> Let's get on with talking about some uh, some news, shall we? Um, Me shall. First of all, uh, the, the first thing I want to cover off in, in news is just a bit of an update on where we're at with local releases because it can be hard to keep up, and especially when we're not actually here every week telling people what's what's going on. There's there's a, there's been a bit a bit of a bit of a lag in keeping people up to date on uh, on what's happening. So from the top, uh, we've talked about Netflix Wave Two Deluxes already. You, can find those in Kmart if you're lucky. Um, so Kmart got stock of these things and pretty much sold out the day or the day after uh, the stock came in. I went to my local Kmart store today because it's Black Friday and I wanted to pick up some cheap trash. And I also checked the Transformers aisle and there were two Netflix Wheeljacks. So I, I feel like Wheeljack is the shell former of Netflix Wave 2. Uh, ever, all stores seem to have a Wheeljack left. But, of course, Bumblebee is, Bumblebee is the, the big hero of, of the Wave. He disappears almost instantly. Um, and Alita 1 also seems to be pretty popular as well, which considering, considering that she's a repaint of Earthrise RC, which has not been universally loved, uh, I am quite surprised at the speed at which Alita 1 is disappearing from shelves. Impactor also is going pretty fast. Uh, I, I've, I think I've only seen Impactor uh, a couple of times in the wild. Now, um, we should also mention that along with Netflix Wave 2 Deluxes has arrived the Netflix Wave 1 spoiler box. Now, this was meant to be a spoiler for Season 1 of the Netflix show, which happened in... June or July of this year, so uh, it's it is a, thus of no surprise to anyone that it's a dead Ultra Magnus. 
Um, the more surprising thing is that there's an Ultra Magnus figure in Kingdom, so maybe that's the maybe maybe the real spoiler is the fact that Magnus ain't really dead. <laughs> oh, Have you got another victim in there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I've, just, I've actually just been told to shut up by my cat because I'm stopping <laughs> him from getting some sleep. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Ultra Magnus, the, the Wave 1 spoiler box is at Kmart now. It's $89. It is worth noting that while a lot of a lot of people are a bit upset about, like, the, the prices of things going up, Kmart has actually kept the price of the Netflix figures to um, standard retail prices that they've had for the last few years. And they're to be commended on that because it means that we actually have the cheapest prices in the world on these Netflix figures. They are a couple of dollars cheaper. Sorry, they're a couple of dollars more expensive than the rest of the deluxe ranges on their US pricing. Uh, but here, they're five dollars cheaper than the recommended retail price for Earthrise. Uh, most of the most of Earthrise deluxes are thirty-four dollars, and uh, Kmart has kept the Netflix deluxes to twenty-nine dollars. So, thank you for that. Um, yeah. Voyagers are still forty-nine dollars as well. And the leader pack. Now, the, the interesting thing about the Voyagers is that it's a Voyager figure plus a couple of Battle Masters. So, the amount of the amount of value that's in that box is actually up around the sort of seventy to eighty dollar mark, rather than the fifty dollar yeah. mark. So, getting that at fifty dollars is basically like getting a couple of free Battle Masters if you're in Australia. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Good on you, mate. Yes, <laughs> dodgy brothers. Um, so the so the Netflix the Netflix Wave One spoiler box is here. But Netflix Wave 2 Soundwave, which is a very highly anticipated figure, and Optimus Prime, which also seems to be quite anticipated, but despite the fact it's the fifth release of that figure this year, <laughs> they're also not in Australian stores yet. Now, I, I've taken it upon myself to email Hasbro Australia Custom Service, and they have responded to me and said that Soundwave and Optimus Prime and the Wave 2 leader box will be coming to Kmart in December. Now, mm. that's interesting information um, because Hasbro Australia also said that Earthrise Wave 3 won't be coming to Australia, but here it is in big W stores now. So whether you can sort of balance one up with the other and say, well, they know what they're talking about or they don't know what they're talking about, the fact is... Uh, Netflix Soundwave, Optimus Prime, and the uh, Nemesis Prime leader spoiler pack either will or won't be here in December. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm saying that I'm saying that to cover all bases so that no one can say I was wrong. <laughs> so don't expect stuff, but go out and hunt for it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that is I think the the best the best message. Um, <laughs> Go and hunt for it, and if it's not there, don't. Um, if it's not there, don't at me on on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the so the news there is also that uh, Earthrise Wave Two is at uh, Kmart stores around around the country, but it's it's there and it's drying up pretty fast. So uh, it, well, I mean, it's been there for a few weeks. So it's, yeah. it's a bit hard to say. Uh, and Wave 3, which we thought wasn't coming and started all ordering online, is at Kmart and not at Kmart, it's at Big W. Big W's got them priced, I think, at about $34. So take the take the Kmart take the Kmart webpage into Big W and see if they'll price match $29. Yeah. 
this is kind of the thing that you should be doing at any of these bricks and mortar stores is before you before you approach the checkout area google the thing that you've got in your hand and see if anyone's offering it cheaper and if they aren't getting the price match now i just imagine like you going up with that and then people like the poor bloke who works at the customer service or in the checkout just going oh you fucking nerd all right fine i don't care <laughs> yeah so my my favorite price matching story is when i i, I got some I got some Philips Hue bulbs from Bunnings, and mm. the the recommended retail price on them was fifty dollars. Uh, Amazon, unbeknownst to me, was selling them for twenty five dollars, and I had taken in a price match from Kogan for forty dollars. So I've gone up to the I've gone up to the service desk with the Philips Hue bulb, and I've said to the the woman behind the desk, "I'm like, I'd like to price match this, please." And she's gone, "Oh, let me guess, Amazon." I'm like. No, actually, Kogan. But now that you mention it, let's have a look at Amazon. Oh, yeah, a yes, a a Amazon. Thank you. Yes, that, that'd be great. So, like, um, I mean, the price match policies exist for a reason. It's to make sure that customers actually come in the door and buy stuff. So, it, just use them. If, if if the store that you if the store that you're shopping at has a price match policy, see if you can use it. Hmm. I mean, they they get these things for like they get these things for fifteen or fifteen or seventeen or eighteen or twenty dollars anyway. So, um, you yeah. know. If, if it's if you don't if you don't price match it and you can it's basically like leaving money on the table or at least taking it out of your own wallet. So, yeah. yeah, true. Other things that have been released here in the last few weeks: the reissued G1 Optimus Prime. Uh, this is the G1 Optimus Prime in cab only, so um, there's no trailer. Uh, you get the cab, you get fists and weapons with him, and I think you get stickers. All the stickers are already on it. Um, like if you don't already have a G1 Optimus Prime, uh, A, I'm surprised that you're listening to this podcast, but uh, if you don't already have a G1 Optimus Prime, you might want to consider buying a different one because this one is $79. All of the all of the G1 reissues uh, have been very expensive at Kmart. We, if you remember a few years ago, we had the That's G1. That's where they're making their money. That's why yeah. they're not doing the Netflix thing. <laughs> Uh, a few a few a few years ago, we had the G1 reissues of Cotton On, and they were fifteen dollars each. Now that they're at Kmart, they're twenty dollars just for the the G1 mini bots. Um, yeah. So they've now got Optimus Prime. He's seventy nine dollars. I will point out also this thing's shelf formed in overseas markets. So like I've seen it run out for fifty dollars in in uh, Toys R Us in other territories. So seventy nine dollars is a it's a bit of pill to swallow. The uh, the 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 most surprising thing about it for me is that people are doing it. People are people are posting on Facebook, hey, I found this G1 Optimus Prime. Holy shit, it was expensive, but now I own it. I'm like, ah, really? Okay. Well, what what size class would you say he is? I wouldn't even say he's Voyager. He probably is about a Voyager. Um, most of the G1s don't really map to modern size classes. Like yeah. uh, these days our combiners are made out of deluxes, but if you took if you took the Constructicons of old and put them up against deluxes in of no. 2020, like they're tiny. They're more like Legion classes or, or Legends classes. So yeah. it's hard. Like he doesn't he doesn't have a size class because they didn't do that back then. Mm, it's just yeah, I think they're just going for the nostalgia suckers. <laughs> I, th I i think i think so and also like it's a good time of year to it's a good time of year to put that kind of a, a thing on the shelves because if someone's looking for a present for someone that they know who is a transformer fan, like who's really going to turn that down if it's given to them as a present true 
and and you know ultimately that is what it's there for yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know what i just drank along with that water but whatever it was tasty <laughs> uh some other things that are on the shelves in australia at the moment uh the final piece of the cyberverse macadam builder figure the deluxe range thunderhow has finally been spotted on our shelves it's 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 funny looking back at twelve months ago when I was looking at the first the first wave of these figures in uh, in Hong Kong, there was a diagram on the back of the box that said, "Oh, yep, um, the wave one is out now. Wave two will come out around around the middle of uh, middle of twenty twenty, <laughs> and then wave three will come out a little bit after that, and then wave wave four, which is just the single figure Thunder uh, Thunderhow and Cyberverse." Was, RC was wave three and Thunderhow was like wave four, and they're like Thunderhow will be late 2020. And it's like, oh, actually, here it is. It is <laughs> it's late 2020 and Thunderhow's on the shelf. So like, who knew back then that um, all of those things were quite accurate? Um, really? So I have located a Thunderhow. He's not in my hand yet, but he will be this weekend. So um, this weekend, I will figure out if I need to buy or rebuy any other of the deluxe figures because. I have a feeling I've lost some of the builder figure parts somewhere around my uh, house. I do remember when you got them originally. You you were very uh, very much enjoyed them, but I guess you didn't keep a hold of the macadam parts. Uh, so I think I did. Like I think I, I I think I know where they are, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the ones that I've added over the course of 2020 mm. have actually been um, tracked properly. So we will uh, see what happens. Um, okay. If so, if anything, I'm quite fond of the figures, but I have assumed I have I have been assuming that the Macadam figure will not be very good. And mm. having seen having seen photos of it put together, I feel like I might be wrong. He might actually look pretty good. We'll 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 see see how it goes. The only the only other Transformers builder figure I know of, and one that I own is uh, Transmutate, and she she's not. Great. No, fair enough. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I actually. You, you're going to have to explain that one. Actually, like, what, what is Transmutate? From Beast Wars. <laughs> oh, okay, but so this was this is before the Builder Figure concept, though. No, this was in the early. Two, this was in like mid two thousand six. Um. So so the, the so the idea of like the Builder Figure. Um, as like a brand name and stuff, that is something that Hasbro's sort of um, brought it brought to the market in the last like decade or so with different lines. But they brought it into Marvel Legends, and so uh, yeah, it was, that's so YouTube it, Legends, isn't it? It is. There's like the builder figures cover, I think, I think a whole wave at a time. But here yeah. we're, we're sort of like a whole line because the waves are so small. It's a, it's a funny thing when you look at Transformers versus the rest of the toy industry. Our waves of figures are really small. Like we get like three or four figures of a particular size class and um in like marvel if in marvel legends in, in marvel <laughs> legends you get um you get like seven seven figures in a wave and stuff like that so um yeah the transformers is a little a little bit different to the rest of the uh, action figure industry i think it's just because with marvel legends there are so many characters they can pick from whereas with transformers for some reason they always hover around the same old same or like they very rarely introduce any characters that fans know of but there are very rarely any toys of like they always just go megatron optimus bumblebee yeah 
Oh, look, uh, th those are the those are the figures that sell. You can't really blame yeah. them for that. True. You, see, you, see, you see what happens when they deviate from that is that you get a shelf full of silver bolts for the rest of the year. <laughs> or Optimus Prime without a trailer. <laughs> well, so those don't seem to be shell-forming. Uh, yeah. Like, that's, right. like that's, the, that's the thing. Like, as much as we might dislike them, they're selling. They're out, and mm. people, are, people are actually handing over money for them, so... Yeah. Um, other stuff that other other stuff that has hit recently, very quickly, uh, Maverick, uh, who actually I don't I don't think I actually covered him. He's over there. I can't I can see him, but I can't get to him. Um, so Maverick is now officially out in Australia from EB Games or Zing. Uh, he's he's ninety eight dollars there, which is a little bit of a markup of what I paid for him for on import. Um, and uh, Generation selects G two Megatron, the Earthrise Megatron repaint in. The, uh, the 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 green and purple camo uh, that is that is hitting EB and Zing stores this week. Uh, his his sort of wave and announcements uh, the G two repaint of the Sandstorm Sandstorm for Earthrise Seeker Jets not seen yet. Mm -hmm. um, he is we have seen some in hand images leak out so um, we know that he's coming out of the factory because someone has taken one from the factory. <laughs> Whether uh, legally yeah. or illegally is not us for us to comment. Oh, it's probably illegally. Let's be honest. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, st still MIA for Australian releases. Uh, the Galactic Odyssey sets. Um, there. Uh, so you can order the Bio Biosphera clone set, the Autobot clones. You can order that yeah. from Amazon Australia, um, and that will actually ship. I believe that's actually shipped to Australia before it was meant to be released to the rest of the planet. So go us. Um, so the Biosphere clones is out, uh, but other, other ones uh, you have to basically go onto Amazon US, and Amazon US will allow you to ship them to Australia in general for some of the newer ones. The older ones, not so much. Um, so yeah. Uh, as for international releases, Earthrise Runabout is coming out now in Hong Kong. He's in reviewers' hands, and he's um, he's made it out from uh, from a, a from an online seller in the UK. So we're seeing photographs of him pop up. Earthrise Thrust is coming out in December. So by the time you listen to this, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it will probably be December. So Earthrise Thrust is coming out that month. Uh, and the uh, Galactic Odyssey Paradron Medics set is due for release in December as well. That is, a, that is one that you can order from Australia. I think you could, but I think it might have sold out now. I think I've already so, yeah. ordered it from somewhere. I know um, I pre-ordered a few things a couple of months ago. I pre-ordered the um, Prowl and Ironhide two pack. Oh, so, and then I, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that one in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Well, so uh, yeah. So as we mentioned, Sandstorm is due for December, and Generation selects Cordon and Spinout, uh, the the two sort of Sunstreaker repaints. They might be due in December. I. I did go in on a pre-order for those that said that they were due for release in December, but other sites are saying January, so could be could could go either way. We'll see. It might be late yeah. December. Who knows? Um, yeah. So as so as you mentioned, Autobot Alliance. Um, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of kerfuffle over Autobot Alliance locally because um, uh, some of us did order it from Amazon Australia, and some of us have had our orders cancelled. So. Mm. 
Um, I, I don't know whether you, I don't know whether your order was cancelled or not. Um, my order sat, and so I, I've ordered a few for various people, and my order yep. sat without a without a, a ship date for a really long time. But now it's got one, and it's late December. And it's it's going to arrive either late December or early January. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. So there's been stories of people receiving cancellation notices and. I'm just going to go out and say utter bullshit excuses from Amazon. Um, one person, one person I know received a note, like a three-page note from someone at Amazon that said, "Look, um, we ordered too many of these things, and uh, our supplier can't supply them, and now the price has gone up, so we've had to cancel your order. You can reorder it at the higher price." And it's like, that's a bit steep. That's well, I have. But the, the, the part that doesn't actually make sense about this is that it's an Amazon exclusive item. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they ordered too many of their own exclusive. Yeah. How how can the price of the Amazon exclusive item go up? Uh, and uh, so the the person who the person who related relayed this story to me, he like showed me the three page email from Amazon saying, "Look, we're really sorry, but blah blah blah." And it's like it's, every single thing that they just said was bullshit. Um, and so, uh, so he basically got onto the customer service and said, no, you're not allowed to cancel this order. You have to fulfill it. And sure enough, they've, they've given him a ship date now. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. I, I think, I think Amazon Australia has had to do a bit of catching up to the U S when it comes to exclusive items. And, yeah. uh, I think they're getting, I think they're getting better, uh, because, we're now seeing fairly regularly, maybe not with exclusives, but we're seeing fairly regularly with um, Earthrise figures that uh, it's listed on Amazon Australia, but it's sold by Amazon US and sometimes also Amazon UK. So I think I think Amazon as a global organization is getting better at moving its stock around to cope with demand in different regions. And the, the good thing to their credit is that when it's coming from Amazon US or UK, it's still a pretty good price. Like the deluxes are generally hitting $33 to $35 and that's with shipping. So mm. that's, uh, it's, it's easy. It's, it's good enough. But um, when they do cancel items, it's really frustrating, especially when they're items that are difficult to acquire that you've been sitting and waiting for a shipping, a shipping date for a long time for. Yeah, because the... Um... The thing that happened to me was, I think, beginning of this week or end of last week, I got an email at like 11 p.m. from Amazon saying, we need your action on this. And I said, okay, what's going on? Has has, has something happened with the payment? And I went on there and said, do you still want this? I was like, <laughs> yeah. And said, okay, thanks for letting us know. I was like... Was okay. this an item on your wish list or was it an item that you'd ordered that they hadn't it's, shipped? It's it? an item I've already pre-ordered. It was the Autobot Alliance. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. It was like, that's that's just weird. It's like I pre-ordered something and they're like, do, 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 you still, do, you still, do you still want it? It's like, yeah, can, can, we, can, yeah. we give, can we give this to someone else? No. <laughs> can we give no. it to someone else? We just sent a three-letter... Email too, explaining why we can't give it to him. Yeah, he's really <laughs> angry, and um, we, we need to do something about it. So we're going to give him yours. <laughs> no, you're not, you bastards. <laughs> nah, it'll have to be someone else's. It's probably going to be mine. <laughs> You've got so, a ship yeah, date, haven't you? I do, but it, so I don't have a ship date. I have an arrival date, 
and it's a month-long window. <laughs> so it's basically it's going to arrive sometime between uh, the end of December and the end of January. Well, make sure you're home for that. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not going to be home in the end of December, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. In fact, um, I might. I might actually redirect it to a parcel locker. So um, if it does actually arrive, then I can just get my housemate to pick it up. This, good, this thinking. Be, good thinking, this, Bradley. Thanks, thanks for putting that idea in my head. That was good. This is going to be weird, but we just uh, here at the Australian Transformers Weekly Podcast would like to wish everyone that's pre-ordered anything from Amazon good luck with getting your order. Good luck. And we're all counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, uh, so look, that's that's a bit of an update with uh, what's happening with international releases. Um, in fact, I didn't so I didn't actually mention that uh, Gigawatt is uh, Gigawatt's out. Uh, he's been out for a, a few weeks um, overseas, and in fact, probably a couple of months. Uh, the Australian release of him is in December, coming from EB Games and Zing. If you ordered him from Amazon, sorry, but they cancelled all the orders. So yeah, uh, so yeah. Australian release of Ectotron, not Ectotron, sorry, he's on the other screen. Gigawatt, um, like, he just happens to be on, just happens to be on the desk in front of me. There's the camera. He's a nice looking, he's a nice looking figure. Um, Gigawatt is out in uh, EB stores this month. So if you've pre-ordered him, keep an eye out. They should be getting in contact with you pretty soon. And he is can a really I, nice. Can I, can I just say that I find it really funny that a toy based on a time machine is being released before it's meant to be released. No, it's after it's meant to be released. Is it? I thought it was yeah. out for a few months, but it's coming. So, so it's been out. It's been out internationally for a couple of months, but um, uh, the, Austra yeah. the Australian date on all of the pre-orders for EV games was December. I still find it funny. Shut up. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, you can you can find it funny that the toy based on a time machine is late. Yeah. yeah. See, look, it works both ways. There you go. There you go. I, I fixed your joke for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Now that we've uh, now that we've sort of spent a bit of time blithering on about uh, release dates and what and what's coming up, uh, let's talk a little bit about Malibu Stacy, shall we? Or does she come with a new green sweater? She, oh no, it's a new hat, isn't it? It's it's a new hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna add Malibu Stacy into the stream right now. We are talking about. The new release of uh, the Transformers crossover Ectotron. Um, we 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 saw we saw a uh, an update from Hasbro a couple of weeks ago saying, "Hey, there's some Transformers Ghostbusters news." And everyone was like, "What? There's another there's Why? another there's another Transformers Ghostbusters figure. That's great because um, there's been there's been a, there's been a custom uh, a customizer. Uh, I think he's in the UK who's been taking a lot of figures and turning them into like a Ghostbusters team." And they look, they look great, and everyone thought, "Oh my god, are they are they going to do more Ghostbusters?" Because no, it's a repaint. Yeah, it's a repaint. <laughs> so um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is hitting cinemas now in March. Twenty twenty has been the year of sliding release window, release windows for movies. Most of them have slid all the way into twenty twenty one, including Ghostbusters Afterlife. In Ghostbusters Afterlife, a Beaten up and downtrodden Ecto One is seen wallowing in a in a field, drowning its sorrows, with a bit of rust and all sorts of stuff um, not quite right on him. So Hasbro has taken the opportunity to release a version of Ectotron that um, 
reflects that deco. You might say that they've spent two years of, um, of battle damage on Siege to bring themselves to this moment where they can actually rust up a Transformer. You might be, you might be right, but Ectotron without the rust. <laughs> well, if you want if you want it without the rust, you have to get the original version. Yeah. Uh, Ecto, Ectotron is um, he's I feel like he's a little bit more comic accurate now. Um, the, the the figure had a very different head in the comics to his um, his original toy release, so they fixed that up and they fixed some of the coloring and some of the um, some of the panels on him. So. I think he does. He looks a little bit more like the comic, except he's also scuffed up, so he doesn't look like the comic. Uh, <laughs> and they've also changed. <coughs> excuse me. They've also, I think, changed his gun as well. So he really does have a new hat, just like Malibu Stacy. Uh, and he also comes with a new ghost. Uh, so as we can see in the in the, the photograph here, there's a new blue. Um, there's a new blue ghost that I can't remember its name. Blimer. Um, Bloomer. Blue Slimer. <laughs> blue, blue Slimer. Blue Slimer with multiple arms. You know, he's like Musher or something. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so the other interesting thing about this is that the Slimer that comes with this new Ectotron is less translucent than the one that came with last year's Ectotron. So uh, Ectotron and MP10 both came with the same Slimer figure decorated differently. This one looks more like the MP10 Ghostbuster Edition version of Slimer. And then, of course, there is the blue, the new blue figure that comes with him as well. This has afforded them to put the price up by about 20 bucks or so. Uh, so the new Ectotron is a lot more expensive than, la than the last one. Yeah. Bradley, do you, do you have Ectotron and do you want this one? Are you a Ghostbusters fan? I see for me... You know, when people win lotto, they do lots of weird things. For me, whenever I, if I win lotto, the first thing I'm going to do is buy myself an Ecto-1 because that, for me, is my dream car. I like the Ecto-1. I like Ghostbusters. I'm not going to buy a second Ectotron. Yeah, oh, I thought I, I thought I thought we were I thought we were heading for thought we were heading for a, a, a must buy verdict there, but no, you've just no. you've just you've just spun it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Um, I, too, will not be buying the new Ectotron. However, I don't have a long-winded story to go with it. I just don't need a second one. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, you, you were saying before about the customizer who gets things. I think I saw one, a picture he did. He got an Ectotron, and he turned it into the car the Ecto-1 was at the beginning, you know, the black car with, like, a red light. Oh, okay. No, that's that's different. I haven't seen that one, but yeah. Uh, it was hilarious. I saw it and I was like, oh my God. A, why would you do that? And B, thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this is very yeah. creative. Uh, so we don't we don't have any we don't have any Australian release information on the new Ectotron yet. Uh, we assume that it'll be coming. Oh, I say that, but actually I think I don't think he's up for pre-order at EB Games, but I think he might be up for pre-order at Zavi. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can bring myself to open up a window and look at Zavi while I'm on the podcast. But uh, as I, as I said that, I've already done it. So yeah, I know we, we can all hear the keyboard clanging. <laughs> you, you can hear the keyboard, the keyboard of victory. Yeah. Um, he is in fact up for pre-order at Zavi. However, he's. Out of stock? I'm not sure. Would you like to go to the Australian site with Australian currency? Why not? 
Sure. Yes, yes. In fact, yes, he is up for pre-order at Zabby, and he is eight. You know what? He's eighty-one ninety-nine, and I think I paid seventy for the original. So fair enough. Um, yeah. Not not too bad. So uh, if you're in the market for an Ectotron and you haven't already got one and you can't find one, then you might as well pre-order this one because you'll have them inside two months. And you might be able to wipe off the rust. You want to wipe Ecto? No. Well, you can put liquid paper on it. On it then. <sighs> <laughs> all of all of the customizers that I know who just heard that are probably spinning in the graves that they're not in yet. <laughs> well, then no harm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it is, it is an interesting question though because um, a lot of the siege battle damage could be removed if you were careful, uh, and mm. there's a particular process that you can follow, but. If looking at the looking at the photographs of this one, like if I, if I zoom this in a bit, like uh, it doesn't work at all. I've zoomed in the background. Yeah, you zoomed in the background, but <laughs> we can't get a closer look at the. So, I think so, you might have to save the image. Oh no, no, wait. There, there's I, I can just go to a different image that shows it, right? Actually, I think he's got a different face sculpt because I was looking at the face he, sculpt he, of he the does. original. He does. I already talked um, about that. Yeah, I know, but I was going to say the original Ectotron doesn't have the mask all the way down. You can still see his eyes, but this one, the mask is all the way down. Yeah, this one looks more like the comic, the the, yeah. the, the way that the figure was appeared in the comics. Now, yeah. so if you look at this, there's quite a lot of, like, Skid rust marks. painted on over him. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be confident at being able to remove it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just white plastic, is it not? Like it is, um, but people. So people have found, people have found it difficult to re to remove a lot of the battle damage. But if there's just a spot of it here and there, then it's okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I'll probably be made a liar of as soon as this thing comes out. And <laughs> but also, like if you don't want the if you don't want the rust on it, just buy the other one. And don't at Jason if you. Yes, please, <laughs> please uh, send complaints to uh, TFW two thousand five. Yes, please do. They they're very very receptive to complaints. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that is that is the new Ectotron. Um, he is due for release early in the new year. Now, this was not the only crossover news that we've had in the last few weeks, and I'm actually I'm actually a little bit excited about the next one. Um, Hasbro mysteriously released an X-Men Transformers crossover logo in uh, it was a couple of weeks ago and set the internet alight because it, it showed the, the X-Men's jet. And the X-Men's jet is very distinctly a Blackbird, which the, and the only, the only Transformer that we know of who actually has a Blackbird as an not is actually uh, Revenge of the Fallen Jetfire. Mm. Now, so... Were we about to see a studio series figure become a um, become a Transformers crossover? The answer is yes, but not quite in the way that you think. Uh, <laughs> what we're looking at what we're looking at here is the uh, Transformers collaborative mashup with uh, X Men. He's got the stupidest name ever. He is the Ultimate Expanse. That just sounds like a fat guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's the expanding X-Men frontier. Um, <laughs> however, um, it is indeed Jetfire. There are, there are unmistakable parts that are the same, but 
it's been very heavily retooled into a, a really rather rather striking bright blue color. He's got he's got the X Men's sort of action utility belt, which I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say utility belt. I think that's Batman. Um, yeah. He's got a, a very X Men style uniform, um, and he's even got little Cyclops visors over his eyes. Comes with some effects parts. He's got um, he's got three claws for one hand that makes him look like look like Wolverine, and there's a a blast effect for the other hand that looks like Cyclops's. Uh, I don't actually know the technical term of Cyclops's. Eye blast. Eye blast. Things, I think is. that's what it is. Yeah. I think this is just a. I think this is just an amalgam of different X Men characters. Like you got a bit of Cyclops, bit of Wolverine. I'm sure that blast is probably meant to mimic another character. Uh, yeah. So there's also. I think someone said that there's something to do with Psylocke in here as well. But um, okay. so so I'll bring, I'll bring up some bring up some photos. So. Thank you, thank you to Hasbro's stock photographer for mistransforming the photo. Uh, he, he does he does look more like the old man that is Revenge of the Fallen Jetfire in this mode, uh, because his his head is buried down in in his chest. But you can definitely see the Jetfire in him here and the the the, the Rachel. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually just astounded at being able to take a figure with such very specific movie stylings and neaten it up into a, what actually looks like a comic character. I'm, I'm really impressed. But there's, his, uh, there's his alt mode, unmistakable black, un unmistakable um, uh, Blackbird jet. And rather, rather strangely, bizarrely or interestingly, he comes with two little figures. Uh, they are um, Wolverine and Sabretooth. Yeah, which is why why he comes with those two figures. We don't really know, but like we assume that we assume that like Marvel had them sitting around somewhere, and so they wanted to use them. Uh, so even the even the box looks a lot of fun. It's got a very it's got a, a great sort of great Marvel comic style. Uh, a very nineties look character. to it. Very much, and, and like that's that's actually kind of the thing, right? Like yeah. it is. It is sort of more based on the '90s cartoon X-Men than uh, than anything else, and so hence the bright blue color scheme and, and everything like that. So, yeah, the, the 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 box looks great. The figure looks pretty great. Um, I am definitely so. This is, so the photo the photo that I've got up now shows him transformed properly and standing upright instead mm. of looking like an old man, and that's much much better. Hmm. Uh, so this is because I the only Jetfire I've had is uh, the original Revenge of the Fallen. So is that is this a completely different mold? Uh, yes, this uh, I believe the Studio Series one is a little bit different. Okay, well, that's cool. And we're looking at the head sculpt here. I like the look of that head sculpt, or the face sculpt. Yeah, he's got he's got a well, he's got a really good head sculpt, which includes the face. Um, yeah, uh, it's a it's a very very sort of determined Autobot style and he's got the Cyclops visor. Yeah, no, very Is that a slide down visor? Because I think in one of the other photos it was um slid down or is it just No, I believe it does slide down, yes. Okay. Um there oh, you yeah, go. There yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, um I'm I'm definitely definitely uh definitely there for this. Now I'm not actually sure if I've seen him up for pre-order in the few in any places, but let me just um go to Zavi again. <laughs> do you know what? I actually I actually tried 
<laughs> try <Zemi. laughs> um, but I think so the one the site that I found it on is Hobby Corner which is in the Philippines is 4400 Philippine pesos which is 120 dollars given that he, he is a leader class figure he's retail he so much like bigger than the other crossover well he is I think he's actually the biggest crossover figure that we've had so fair enough um yeah you can have your you can have your hundred and twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> we will see. Uh, so uh, it looks like he's due for release in April. Okay. Cool. That's the the Malibu Stacy section of the um, <laughs> section of the news. We also just want to talk about uh, very so very briefly. There's been a, um, I'll take I'll take the screen share off of this as well. So uh, with Transformers Kingdom. Coming out soon, um, Kingdom's core class has made it to stores around uh, around the place. Uh, they are shipping from a few stores in Canada. And, um, yeah, so the, the core class figures are out, and Hasbro very kindly sent a bunch of Kingdom figures to different, uh, different bloggers and YouTubers and um, people in the Transformers community around the world for a global unboxing event. So... If you have a look on YouTube, look at look at your favorite YouTubers and look at your favorite um, your favorite uh, Twitter Twitter personalities and Facebook personalities, and you'll probably see that um, some of them have been sent a box by Hasbro with all the Wave One Kingdom figures in it. Makes for a very very nice unboxing event. Um, the Kingdom boxes look amazing. Um, mm. They're 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 really nicely really nicely put together. The artwork on them is fantastic. And following that, um, someone then went and uh, leaked most of Wave 2. <laughs> so we, we see... Now. <laughs> yeah, so, so so we see from that... Um, there's, a, there's a couple of... There's a couple of notable things in this in this photograph. Now, first of all, um, we are looking at... We don't at, have the photograph up. Oh, we don't. That's right. <laughs> first of all, no photograph. First, first of all, there's no photograph. Um, so... First of all, uh, we're, so we're looking at a, an even split in this wave of uh, G1 figures and Beast figures. So we've got uh, Dinobot, I believe, on I believe is on the left. Yep. Followed by a re-release of Earthrise RC. <laughs> it's so it is it is it's notable though because they've gone to great lengths to hide RC's backpack <laughs> in the packaging by putting the cardboard between. Between her body and the backpack, and see, yeah. it's, the only, the, it's the only figure that they've done that for. It's it's it is really it is really weird. Oh, actually, you know, I say it's the only figure they've done it for. I don't actually know if that's true, but it's no. notable for RC. Yeah. Um, follow uh, after that, there is what looks like another fossilizer, but I can't quite make out. Can't quite make no out idea. his name. We might have it in shortly, and there is a brand new deluxe class Huffer. Yeah, and I'm 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 totally there for a new Huffer. I'm really 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 happy to see it. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, following this leak, there's been a few a few sort of um, a few higher res photos come out. Now, we mentioned the spoiler box Ultra Magnus earlier, and hit the spoiler is that Ultra Magnus is still alive. Apparently, so here's <laughs> his here's his repaint coming up in Kingdom. He is a lead, he is a leader class figure. Uh, it's very likely he's just a retool of his um, Siege appearance with his his G1 Transformers the movie inspired appearance, which 
I'm totally there for. I'm fine with that. Yep. Um, we also are getting the inevitable repaint of Grapple as Inferno. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we're also getting a few more Grapple repaints, but yeah. I'm not sure we are, but um, maybe we will be. I think Artfire was, well, in a, uh, a leaked document. Generation selects Artfire. That would, ma- that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not sure that I'd go for that one because I've already got the Masterpiece ones as well. Uh, <laughs> so the, here's the, the in-package shot of Dinobot there. He looks and, amazing. Yeah, look, if, if people are fans of Dinobot from the show, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be happy with uh, Dinobot out of Kingdom. And yeah. uh, the and so one of the other uh, beast figures coming up, there's Air Razor. Um, yep. I'm not sure that we've actually, unless, I, unless I've missed it over the last few weeks, not sure that we've seen close-up images of Air Razor, but if someone's got their hands on the box, then we probably will. Um, and there's there's a close-up, a closer-up image of Huffer. Yeah, he looks cool. The, Huffer, um, looks like, Huffer looks like the little Autobot that could. Well, I've got the Power of the Primes Huffer, and that just doesn't look like Huffer to me. Power of the Primes? Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no, the, like the, the the Prime Wars one, the little Legend scale yeah. one. He was just a just a repaint of Optimus Prime repaint at Pipes, of... I think, wasn't he? Yeah. And yeah, fair enough too. But they, yeah. this this has definitely got the correct cab design on him, judging by the box art, anyway. And um, you know, who doesn't love Huffer? I know, especially since um, the Power of the Primes one, like you said, is just a repaint of Optimus Prime, and he doesn't have the purple chest or anything. But this one does again. It's like they took the animation model and here you go. Sure did. Um, mm. It looks like he's also got his uh, sort of hands as pipes and so on. He looks very faithful to the G1 figure, just sort of blown up a bit. And, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Like he'll have that he'll have that sort of G1-ness to him, but he'll also have more articulation, ankle tilts and all that sort of stuff. So good. Plus a weapon by the looks of it. Well, from the artwork anyway. Maybe it's so hard to tell which figures come with weapons and which ones don't. I, I, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird. And over the last couple of years, they've sort of gone from including weapons to taking them out again. And I like Sunstreaker. You sort of have to just imagine that his um, his the turbo jet intake is yeah. a gun. It's like no, no, it's not. Like whatever. But like Sunstreaker can just have one of the ones from the Centurion pack. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, but All yeah, right. obviously, see a. Uh pipes repaint and maybe that will have the weapons possibly yeah. possibly yeah yeah we'll see what happens right uh, so just a, there's a couple more stories to a couple more stories for us to look at before we wrap up uh the first one was something that i skipped over briefly when i was trying to find the right browser here uh netflix has announced the um or Rooster Teeth, or they've all collectively gotten together and written a press release and released it. Uh, the next, the next chapter in the Netflix animation war for Cybertron, uh, which is of course Earthrise, being the, the the middle the middle chapter, is debuting December thirtieth. Now this is six months after the original release for Siege. We had wondered whether or not it was going to be twelve months between chapters. The answer appears to be no, which means we might see Kingdom drop on Netflix, maybe at about the same time as Siege last year, and it might provide a nice conclusion to the trilogy while the toys are still on the shelves. 
Fingers that w- crossed. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be nice. Uh, especially given that, especially given that the toys look like they'll probably end up being delayed anyway. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be nice to have the uh, the cartoon out first before the toys are out in stores. Yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, it won't. It probably won't quite happen that way. The reason yeah. I say that they're delayed, I think, is because. Um, I was looking at a listing for something where it previously said it was going to be out in February, and it now says April. Oh. So don't don't know. It's 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 possible that some things have um, slipped around a bit. We'll see. Mm. Uh, so yes. Uh, so War for Cybertron Earthrise debut is December thirtieth. Uh, depending on the state that you're in, if you are in our in our, if you're in our TCCA discussion group on Facebook, you might find some watch parties being organised. Um, depending on a lot of things going from uh, the state that you're in to various COVID gathering restrictions. But I feel like by December 30th, we might be okay with uh, having a bit of a gathering to, to, to watch these. We'll see what happens. Uh, so is, this also, the, um, is this the full series or just the first episode, December 30? I think it'll be the full series. Um, okay. We, 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 don't, we, haven't, we don't necessarily know, but we're, that's a good question. Um, generally Netflix drops all episodes of originals at once and they drop them at midnight US time, which means that they arrive, I don't know, based on daylight savings times for us in about 12 hours. Uh, yeah. So, so for us in, um, in the Eastern States, they dropped at 6 PM for siege, but that was not daylight savings. So I don't really know whether it becomes 5 PM or 7 PM. Excuse me. Still, you got your night planned ahead of you, haven't you? One way I do. or another. And also, yeah. it is December 30th. It's not December 31st, so it is not New Year's Eve. It's one day before. So, um, <laughs> you, or, or you could watch Earthrise for New Year's Eve. No one will blame you. No. Perfect way to see out the end of this horrible year with some excellent Transformers stuff. No, it's only the Netflix series, but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Jason and his Netflix hate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's probably enough news for us to cover. We've gone to about fifty-six minutes. Do you want to do you want to quickly cover off any uh, new acquisitions, and, um, and then uh, we can wrap things up? Yeah, I'll do a, a quick fire round. So again, uh, I've got Netflix Bumblebee. Very, very happy to have. Mm-hmm. I put a um, put a Twitter pic on Twitter saying he's got a freaking VW logo on him because he does. Officially- he's licensed. Yeah, officially licensed. I think that's really good. So if you're a Transformers fan, I recommend going out to find one. Just don't buy them at the extortionary prices that I've been hearing stories about. Um, no, actually buy them at 29 bucks. Yes. Price match. <laughs> um, I've got Hubcap. Um, I kept him in his car mode because I really like the color yellow that he is. Uh, Very pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, got the Pit of Judgment set from uh, you, I believe. It was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was I was moving him a, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the prosecutor, his head popped off. Yeah, no, it does that. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, got a couple of other toys I haven't opened up, up yet. I've got the uh, the Alicon. I was just admiring the Alicon sitting on top of things there, yeah. Yeah, and I've also got uh, Smokescreen. So I'm looking forward to maybe opening them over the weekend. And also, last but possibly not least, I got Earthrise RC. Very nice. Don't get me wrong. What's the effect you got on there? Uh, I think they're from Netflix Megatron. 
cool. But I'll just put them because that's the end of her car mode. And yeah. as soon as I got her out of the packet, I almost lost the little spoiler that's on her car mode. I had to really clip it in there. I might have to glue it in at a later point. I don't mind her, but I can understand people not being a fan of the fact she's a shell former. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what else have I got? I think I showed off Super Megatron last time. He's very cool. Very cool toy. Um, I have put the... I don't know. What, I think this is an execu the executioner from the Pit of Judgment. I got him in his beast mode. He's pretty cool. He is a remold, actually, of the um, the Alicon. He's not just a straight-up repaint. He does have... like He's got these massive shoulder spikes, whereas the Alicon's just got little nubs on his shoulders, you can see there. Uh, different face sculpt as well. This one's got the sinister face, whereas this one in his robot mode, he actually has like a Bane sort of apparatus on his face. Pretty cool. Um, oh, yes, the uh, Pit of Judgment does come with a Kranix toy, which I have put inside the uh, Quintesson Judge just because I didn't want to lose Kranix. Plus, he's really small. I don't think Kranich should be that small. I mean, it's cool to have a Kranich's toy, but at the same time, he is very, very small, just like the prosecutor. I keep, is this the prosecutor? Yeah, he is cool. He is a cool toy. I didn't realize this until I had him in hand, but they actually took some cues from the Alien, you know, the Alien. Yeah franchise yeah yeah he's uh he does have a very uh very geiger-esque head doesn't he and i, I yeah. don't know if that's i don't know if that's especially evident in the cartoon or if it's just sort of something that comes when you extrapolate the uh the, the 2d design out into 3d yeah um yeah like i said i didn't really notice it until i had the toy in hand yeah <laughs> hmm. but that's it for me what about you what do you got all right uh let me let me just uh find the appropriate uh the appropriate screen. don't forget to change the screen as well yeah yeah no. <laughs> there we go there we um go. so i've taken a bit of a trip into the past and come back with uh two two very good bros from 2003 which is the uh the botcon sideswipe and sunstreaker figures and it turns out this is the third time i've purchased this mold this year i didn't i didn't actually know when when these were offered to me i have I've been I've been watching these guys come up because I have an eBay watch on botcon figures. Um, mm. I've been watching these guys come up and been sort of like, oh, I need to I need to look into that and see what they are. And if you recall, a few months ago I purchased Super Mac Alert, who was a Japanese botcon figure, and he was a transparent version of it turns out this mold. And mm. so yeah, so now now I've got three <laughs> I've got three of them. Um, and so yeah, Super Mac Alert was from Botcon Japan. Sideswipe and Sunstreaker were from uh, one of the one of the 2003 Botcon things. I think there were multiple events in the year. I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but um, very very happy to have them. They're, they're they're different Transformers from a different time. Like they've got very they've sort of got very human like proportions to their you sort of see their legs and and their, yeah. their, their limbs and they're very they're, they're actually sort of very much like the idea of rc being sort of the the robot that folds up into the car mm. so, yeah um yeah pretty cool so you said yeah. you were traveling back in time did you have something to help you travel back in time with i did <laughs> 
Did I just throw up? Throw off your whole smoy whole style no. there? Okay. No, because there, because here he is. Ah. It's great, Scott. It's Gigawatt. <laughs> so, um, Gigawatt is the Back to the Future crossover. We've, we've we've spoken a bit about the crossovers this this episode. Uh, he is a he is a retool of Siege Sideswipe. And it's really interesting to see what they've changed. Like there's, there's, a, there's like a, a massive increase in the amount of detail on the mold. So like you can see, you can see the the, the wires that travel around the wheel arch here. But um, they moved some parts of the wheel, of the vehicle mode around as well. So where previously the uh, where previously the arms were definitely like definitively attached to uh, or would come out from under the wheel wells. They come out a little bit back from it because the bonnet is so large on this guy. Um, so a lot has been said about the bonnet. The bonnet is large. He, uh, it's probably larger than he needs to be, but it doesn't really. I don't think it damages the the figure at all. Um, I think if anything, it just sort of it makes his uh, makes his alt mode and his his form and function a lot clearer. So yeah. I took some I took some uh, some pretty photos of him the other night uh, on my kitchen bench because. I like to make my photographs look like they came from Takara Tomy's uh, masterpiece instructions <laughs> by using by using a marble surface. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like. I think he's a really fun figure. Siege Sideswipe is a really fun figure. Uh, it's so fun that I've purchased it like four or five times now because I've got Sideswipe, Red Alerts, Tiger Track, and Sunstreaker. No, Sunstreaker is a different mold. Oh, okay. So it's a very so slightly different mold. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, no. So, so yeah, no, I've, I've got, I've got three of them now. I've got four of him. Uh, but yeah, he, um, he's a, he's a really nice looking figure because Sideswipe is a really nice looking figure. Uh, and there's a little bit of a family, um, <laughs> a fam, a family shot of them doing the, uh, doing the, uh, the, the sort of, out of time pose. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the out of time. Mm. Um, and uh, I also because it's because it's Back to the Future. I also do have the, um, the Time Machine Lego set. So I had a, I had a bit of fun putting the um putting the the, the time machine Lego guys in in a photo shoot with them as well. Um, oh, like, yeah. like that one there. So you sort of got Doc with the time machine. He's like, oh, I could have the old the, the old Lego one, or I could have the new Transformer one. Yeah, <laughs> as bit of a side by side shot. And of course, yeah. what does come with a little mini detachable Mister Fusion. Nice, because this is meant to evoke part one and well i mean at the end of part one it was the same machine as in part two so yeah you got all the part one attachments yes. that's yeah. right and, and you can just you can just flip the uh wheels down and suddenly it's a flying version of the time machine so yeah, yeah. Uh, it does not come with a steam engine attachment <laughs> i was just thinking because we're getting the repaint of ectotron i can see this being repainted with white wall tires for um back to the future three maybe yeah yeah maybe mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Gigawatt, um, so Gigawatt, Sunstreaker, and Sideswipe, and I also made a quick trip to I think it was two thousand and four uh, with Botcon Ironhide. Um, mm. It's just a just a different figure, uh, one that I, I again one that I've seen pop up in listings and sort of vaguely vaguely desired, and it was offered to me for a good price, so I grabbed him. Um, yeah. This is an Energon repaint, is it not? It or, is. Uh, it's yeah. an Energon toe line, I think. Yeah, it's it's just interesting because it looks like he's been repainted into Ironhide with an Ironhide G1 toy sled. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, nice sort of little, uh, nice little reference right there. Hmm. That's pretty. So, what uh, what shelf is he going to be going on? Botcon shelf or? Probably, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think I think Botcon seems like a seems like a good shelf for him. Hmm. That's pretty and, cool. And a few of the other acquisitions recently as well. Hmm. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, we've gone over an hour, so I think it's about time we wound up the show. We've met our quota. We, yeah, yeah, we, we've met, we've met our quota. We've put our hour in. Um, we've given Brad a bit of a bit of an editing job, so our apologies, Brad. Um, and uh, we'll see how we go. So, um, a couple of just a couple of just a couple of notes before we uh, before we go. Uh, club memberships are open. Um, they have been open since September. So, if you would like to join the Australian Transformers Collectors Club or Transformers Collectors Club of Australia Incorporated, as we are formally known um please if you, if you find if you find value in what we do or if you just like to support us uh and i don't mean the podcast i mean the, i mean the club we do go out we attend conventions when we're allowed to and i don't mean uh, i don't mean there's uh legal restrictions <laughs> on us attending the conventions we're very welcome at conventions well, except for maybe brad I was going to say I was going to say you, but Brad works for you as well. Uh, so, I don't know, Brad loves Brad, Brad. Actually, Brad loves going out to conventions. Brad, Brad's love of going yeah. to meet people at conventions is actually one of the one of the strongest aspects of the club. Attending so many uh, attending so many cons that it does. So, like, I'm, I'm look. You know, Brad doesn't make it onto the podcast as much anymore, and so like I was I will just say like you know, hey, Brad, we miss you. Um, mm, but also, like, you know, thank you very, thank you very much for the, some of the, some of the the strong values and val strong values and um, some of the, the the codes to things that we do that you've instilled in us. And so, yeah, well, like we we hope we hope that you like that we're carrying on some things. Mm. Um, we are so we are currently actually uh, and I'm absolutely staggered to be able to say this. We're actually having our second best ever year. For memberships, um, we've actually we've actually just recently added our hundred and sixty fifth member. Wow! Um, so that, so th that puts us. I've been looking at the numbers of memberships for the year over the years, and um, we're currently we're currently quite a way behind two thousand and sixteen. But two thousand sixteen is our record for number of members, and we're currently in second place behind that, which I think is a it's pretty a, good. It's a, Pretty good place to be. We're all—all all of us who've been, all of us who've been working on the on the the club this year and the the, the raffles and the memberships. Um, we're all quite staggered that we've gotten to this point. We've actually had to reorder some of our merchandise a few times <laughs> in, order, in order to actually be able to make all of the um, membership packs that we have to send out to people. Uh, we've had a few pauses along the way because we've had to restock. Um, we. We thought that we would, quite honestly, we thought we'd struggle to get to 70 or 80 people. Um, and so once we got to 80 or 90 people, we thought, oh, hang on, um, we're starting to run out of faction badges, so we have, to, <laughs> we have to get out there and order some more. And while 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 they were delivering, like, we couldn't send out any member packs, but we were signing up members. And so the, the ones that we ordered arrived, and then we've run out again. So... <laughs> we are currently waiting for another order of, of faction badges to arrive to continue sending out um, continue sending out member packs. So if you have recently signed up and you haven't got a member pack, I do apologise. Uh, it is actually my fault, um, but they are 
They are on their way to us, and you should have some once, once again, do not at Jason. No, don't add, don't, don't add complain to me. Just um, I, I, prefer, I prefer if you complain with love. Yeah. No one knows how to do that, so no one will. No. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, like it's so it's been a it's been a it's been a big year. We can't we can't do things without the support of members. So we are extremely humbled and um, very very grateful for the number of people who have signed up for memberships this year. And I also do want to remind people that ten uh, percent of revenue that we get this year goes to the Royal Children's Hospital Foundation, and we very specifically made it revenue because. If I come on a podcast and, oh, I don't know, say that we just signed up a 165th member, you know that that's 10 bucks for each of those members. 10% um, of that is a dollar. So that's $165 going to the Royal Children's Hospital from us for that. And that makes us, it'll, it makes us accountable. Like we can't go, oh, no, we didn't sign up that many, many members because I've just said it. Mm. Um, so, that, so that happens. We are making the donations quarterly. Um, it's just better for bookkeeping and accounting if we do it that way. Uh, we have we have a very large spreadsheet that has all of our transactions on it. And uh, so every three months we tally it up, we dot the I's and cross the T's. I don't think you actually do that on spreadsheets. I'm a bit new to this. Uh, and we tally up all of the revenue for those three months and we take 10% of it and off it goes to the Royal Children's Hospital. So we made our first donation a few weeks ago and I believe it was something in the vicinity of $260. So nice. um, we're like, we're really, we're really proud to be able to say that we're supporting, uh, supporting the children's hospital in this way and uh, hope to be able to do more in the future. We're, we're going fairly hard at the raffles this month. Um, we, we, we sort of took, we took the, took the pedal off, um, took the foot off the pedal of the raffles later, late in um, October. And so, and so it sort of showed in our revenue report for October that we, we obviously, there was a gap there where we hadn't run a raffle. So just trying to make up the deficit. Not all of the raffles are going to be big items. So we've, we've done the pit of judgment twice. Um, we've done Centurion once. We do have another Centurion to, to do. We'll, we'll do him in a couple of weeks. We also do have Earthrise Seekers to come up again as well. Um, so there's, I think we've got some attractive prizes, but they're not always going to be, they're not always going to be sort of as big as the pit of judgment. Like this, this week's yeah. raffle prize is Earthrise Blue Streak. He's a deluxe figure. So um, yeah, it's the, the the club is the club is ticking along quite nicely. Um, don't like like it doesn't it doesn't tick along without those of us who are involved in it doing things. So um, like it it, does, it it is requiring quite a lot of involvement from us uh, from us this year. And it, that sort of puts into perspective for us just how much time Brad has put into the club over the years as well, because uh, there's three of us doing things. There's three of us doing this, doing doing this this year, which means this is all stuff that Brad did on all on his own back last year and the year before and the year before that and the year before that. And um, yeah, it's it's something that we I, I, I like to, I like to say we have to work smart, not hard, to um, to get it to. To take place so we have to communicate with each other and yeah these skills are actually really handy for operating in a like in a shared workspace as well or in, in a workplace and uh, sharing responsibility for a bunch of things so a lot of us are learning on our feet um we, we might trip over a couple of times so please do bear with us um i have also been running the i've been running the the group buys and freight forwarding for the group which <laughs> is a real it's a it's a really interesting thing um 
if you've ever if you, if you've ever had issues with an order from a toy store and just gone, oh, can't they do better than that? I'm not even I'm not even a toy store. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I un <laughs> I understand how things just get messed up and just put in the wrong order. Even things sent to the wrong people. It's happened a little bit lately, not by me, and just. <laughs> it's a story that I heard on our um, on our Wednesday night video chat the other night. But just yeah. uh, human humans make mistakes. Um, we're not all computers, so yeah. I, I've I've kept the freight forwarding in the group by stuff manageable for a long time. But like, it's just sort of I'm finding that I need to be really careful about what what box I put things into and where I record what people want and things like that. So, um, so yeah, do please do bear with me. I'm learning how to do this while I um. I'm learning how to do this on my feet as well. You're doing yeah. a good job. Thanks, mate. Um, mm. it's a, that's a rather more long-winded update than I was expecting to give about the club's operations. Um, <laughs> if, you do, if you do value what we do and you would like to support us, please, uh, you can message Transformers Collectors Club Australia, Inc., the Facebook page. Uh, you can just navigate to the page and there's a, a, a messenger window will pop up and it'll tell you how to sign up for membership or you can email transformerscca at gmail.com or you can just message me and I'll tell you how to how to get things underway as well. So, um, yeah, if you if you like what we do, if you appreciate what you do and you want to support us, please do consider signing up for membership. It's $10. It's good until the middle of next year. Gets you a cool member pack and access to a bunch of bunch of additional services that uh, we like to provide to members in the, in the group. I'm a happy member. Very happy. Thank you. I'm, I'm, so I'm a happy member as well. I've got just sitting here under, under my hand, I've got my member pack. Oh, wait, I have to put it on the, on the camera. I've got my <laughs> member pack. I've got my, got my Autobot faction badge. Uh, I've got my collector's club cards and my toy hack stickers. So uh, that's what you get for your $10 membership. And uh, you also get access to freight forwarding, group buys. And if you're having trouble finding something, we'll we'll try and help you find it as well. Um, mm. Do what we can to do what we can to help you and put it because um, we want to we want to support the members who are supporting us. So yeah, uh, um, I was going to say um, through the through the Jason Gateway, we call it. Uh, there, are, there's access to retailers and stuff you wouldn't really usually find online. Like they don't have they either don't have a huge online presence or sometimes they don't have an online presence at all and it's really good to get access to these vendors sometimes just that their shipping is really prohibitive so oh yeah that too <laughs> yeah um so uh, there's been a there's been a lot of mention in the group recently of a, a toy company in taiwan called deming toys and deming's deming's really great they get stuff really fast uh, and they they sell things. It's a few dollars above retail usually, if if it's an in demand figure. So you can't really fault that. Um, but we do have an order of thrust and runabout toys coming for members, and Deming's shipping because they're in Taiwan because it's a pandemic. They can't they can't post things by airmail anymore. So they have to go via EMS, which is basically a it's a sort of a, a, a fast courier like service for post. Um, speedboat. Yeah, <laughs> it's on a speed. It's on a speedboat with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, what you're gonna do when EMS runs wild on you, brother? <laughs> um, so yeah, so Deming Deming is sort of hamstrung, and they can only offer really expensive shipping. And so, what I've managed to do is actually get them to post within Taiwan. 
to a freight forwarder. And so it's a third of the cost to do that postage. And then the freight forwarder charges me by weight. Transformers are not that heavy. So hopefully, hopefully we'll do pretty well with that. Um, so like we, for our order, it was going to cost us 150 US dollars to ship it to Australia to me. Um, but instead, it cost $50 to post it. And so the US, 100 US dollars, like if that goes on, if that goes on freight from the freight forwarding, uh, like it's not going to cost a hundred dollars. So, mm. um, very, very good of Deming to sort of help us out with uh, with a, a bit of experimentation on this front as well. Uh, and also, one toy in Malaysia has also been really, really good and really patient with me, um, putting up putting up the the number of, the numbers of things that I want to order. Uh, we we brought in, <laughs> we brought in, I think it was eighteen Earthrise Blue Streaks. From there, um, in in uh, October, or October, early November, and um, and then we've we've gone back, gone right back, and ordered another eight, and then just like we don't have any more. Like you can you can have eight, and that's it. <laughs> so, they, they had to cut us off. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think we actually exhausted their supply. Uh, same thing with Earthrise Thrust. They <laughs> were just like, oh, you can have twelve thrusts. And that's that's all. Like the rest of our stock has to go to other other people's, and it's like, oh, it's it's really good of them to support us that way. They they know that they're doing a favour for collectors in Australia who can't get it, um, who can't get these items without importing them, and uh, by importing them as a group, they're helping us save some money. So, yeah, good yeah, on them. And, and we're helping their bottom line. Yeah, ex ex exactly. Like it's a it's a win win for everyone. Uh, yeah. I should also mention that One Toy has offered us. Uh, first wave pre-orders for Studio Series 86 and they're due in around March or so. So uh, if anyone's into those, get in touch and, um, you know, we're, we're happy to help members acquire them. And mm. look, I, I think now I've been talking about the club membership activities for about... At least 15 of, minutes. Yeah, about 15 minutes. It's about time we stop and, stop and uh, take stock and say that is it. It's the end of the show. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've been watching the live recording, I have seen, have seen the numbers bouncing around a little bit. Thank you for checking us out. It is a Friday night when we do the live record. We don't really expect anyone to watch us live. So uh, to those of you who are watching live, thank you very much. If you want to find out more about these stories, you'll find the links to them all and more in the show notes that are posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and our Podbean site, which is transformersweekly.podbean.com. The Facebook page is, of course, called Transformers Weekly. Uh, sorry, Australian Transformers Weekly. And of course, you can find Bradley and myself, and and Brad, who I think Brad takes our takes our producer role these days uh, because he does download and edit the episodes for us. And uh, you'll find our producer Brad Mole all in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook. If you're not already subscribed, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Pocket Casts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you can't find it on those services, the RSS link is on the website, so you can pass it along to them and they'll add it in. Australian Transformers Weekly is a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers donating their time, money, and Friday nights to make the club better for everyone. Our goal is to connect, tra connect Transformers fans around the country. I nearly said collect Transformers fans around the country. <laughs> <laughs> Not again, Jason. You were warned. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I know. Like, you know, I, I've, I've had to give the shrink ray back to Rick Moranis. Yeah. Uh, we, we do it by engaging the collecting community. You can find out more about the club, including affordable yearly membership options at uh, TransformersCCA.com. Bradley, you can be found on Twitch. Tell us about your Twitch channel. Yes, and also tell us tell us why your hair is green and your beard is it's meant to be it's meant to be pink, but it's sort of gone fiery orange. 
Yeah, uh, again, I think it's the lighting. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GroovyGuy0069. Uh, the hair is green because I hit 250 followers in July. The beard is pink because I hit 500 followers a couple of weeks ago. So when I was getting the beard done, they uh, redid the hair as well. And Excellent. I, yeah, I was... I was very scary to the other patrons of the barbershop because I was there with my eyes closed and a mouth and a mask stuffed under my nose because I couldn't breathe with all the um, bleach in my beard. Oh, yeah, no, fair enough. So, wow, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, 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 well done. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's, it's fine. Uh, have you updated your Twitter avatar to reflect these colours? Yeah. Haven't you seen yeah. the... Uh, I, I remember seeing the beard as black. I didn't see the pink one. So I'll have, no, a have, a, have, a, have a look at it now if you want while we uh, throw away to uh, whomever, whatever people are going to be watching or listening to after this very podcast recording slash live stream. <laughs> you're, good, you're good at monetizing YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> That is it from us. Uh, thank you for watching, everyone, and thank you for listening. Uh, we're sorry we've been gone so long. We will, we will do, we will do, our, we will do our best to not leave the gap so long between podcasts. He says as we lead up to Christmas and obvious absences. So we'll, we'll we, see we should we should say this uh, now. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Um, we'll see you in the New Year, and we might see you before then. All right. Thanks, everyone. And we'll be we'll be back with more Transformers news next week. Oh, we've been live for 16 seconds. Oops. And you've already made the promise of something being interesting. <laughs> no, I said I know I said we'd mess up our lines. That's a very different prospect between being interesting versus funny, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, we should get started then because we are live and holy shit, one person's actually started watching us already. For which sure it's not you. <laughs> which window is it opening? <laughs> It's open in, uh, It's either open in my in a window on my computer or someone else's. We'll see. Um, all right. Hi. <laughs> all right. Well, let, 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 let's let's get this show underway, shall we? Assuming I remember how to do this because it's been a while. Haven't you got a script? I do. <laughs> but I think, like improv. I don't improv. Don't 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 hate on me. Green hair man. Oh, <laughs> burn! No, burn is, burn is the color of your beard, not your hair. Oh, at least I've got hair to color, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Sick burn. All right, <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we get on with it? We shall. And, uh, and this is my attempt at. Weekly. This is my. This is my attempt. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is my attempt.
at an audition to host Australian Idol. <sighs> we'll, we'll we'll have all we'll have more we'll have more about and more about these stories after the intro. Bam! Into the intro. Thank you, Brad. Blah blah blah. For the people who are watching us record this live, this is the part that gets cut out. Except we don't really know if it does get cut out or not. So we're going to assume. We don't edit it. We're going to. Oh, someone's just dropped off. We're going to assume that someone actually has taken this out. We'll see what happens. Um, All right. And yeah, but uh, that's it for me. What about you, Jason? What do you got? I need to insert a pause here because I desperately need to get up. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, What else have I got? 